Hi there, and welcome to the Men Inside Show, the place online where you discover everything you need to know about men. Welcome to the Men Inside Show podcast, where we interview men and put them on the spot and get to know them better, their dreams and hopes and desires and fears and views on women and relationships. And as usual, I'm your host, Anna Rova, a digital nomad traveling around the world and interviewing men. And so welcome to the epilogue of season three and of Men Inside Show, because this, this season three is closing and so is the show. Yeah, you heard it right. The Men Inside Show and Wanderova or Anarova uh, is coming to an end. And so this is a testament to, you know, the show and season three and all the men I've interviewed and what I've learned. And I decided to write a blog post about it, which you can find at medium.com forward slash Wanderova. And uh, I also decided to just release a podcast episode about, you know, things that I've learned, things that, you know, have failed and what I've learned through this journey. And I hope it's going to be very beneficial for you. Basically, these are my learnings during these two years that I've uh, produced the show and all of that. But listen to the story. <laughs> my to-do is not having a to-do. I reply to a very normal question of what's next on your to-do list from a friend. The truth is, I'm kind of tired of to-dos. I don't know. I don't want my life to be another bullet list of to-dos and check marks and shit that I've accomplished just because someone else thinks it's a great idea. Today, I'm officially closing the Manusatio project and stopping to produce the podcast that lasted for about two years. Here are the quick wins that I've hit during the two years of show production. I successfully launched and produced the Men Inside Show podcast that hit number one in iTunes news and noteworthy podcast category in the first nine weeks. I've learned about setting up a podcast, RSS feeds and microphones, equipment, tagging and exporting, audio and video editing, design and web development, and much more. Released 43 interviews that I've personally researched, scheduled, edited, and published, including the one with John Gray, author of Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, and other 17 books about relationships. And in fact, with five last episodes, I've actually worked with a good friend of mine on editing uh, the episodes as well. I've worked with two interns, three visual assistants, various mentors and supporters. I've designed my own website, worked with a designer, with a developer and published all. <laughs> I learned about email and social media marketing, traffic, SEO and all the other boring stuff that honestly I didn't care much about. I've been on the road traveling the world as a digital nomad for more than a year now, have lived and visited 13 countries since then, and currently have a well-paid job that allows me to work from anywhere, and I am in a loving partnership with an incredible man. A lot of what got me here is the result of my work on the Men Inside Show podcast. But it wasn't like this just two years ago. In 2014, two years after graduating from the American University in Bulgaria, I was living in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, and having a full-time stable job at one of the coolest companies to work for. I've just ended my five-year-old relationship with a loving man, moved up the career ladder to manage big and scary money projects, and booked my next trip to Cambodia and Vietnam, and decided to start my own podcast about men. <laughs> I didn't know anything about podcasting, audio or video editing, interviewing or booking guests, building a website or an online business, and especially I didn't know anything about marketing your own stuff online. And that brings me to the biggest, however not the most important lesson that I've learned. Marketing is a bitch, especially if you can't overcome your own imposter syndrome. 
Oh, and don't get me wrong, I breathe online marketing for a living. I know and practice quite a bit in the realms of, you know, lead magnets, video sales letters, open rates and click-through rates, as well as high converting webinars. But that's for other businesses, not mine. <laughs> and so, here are my realizations of why the Men Inside Show project didn't really become my lifestyle business as I had intended to. And I don't consider them failures, only lessons to learn. First, I was a total marketing amateur when it came to my business. I simply couldn't or didn't care enough to put the necessary hours and effort into conversion rates, SEO, content marketing, and all the other marketing that we're supposed to do for our online business. Maybe I'm not a teacher and not a public person. It seems like I want a little bit more privacy. Maybe my life is only mine to be lived. I have not figured that out yet. I had a business plan and a revenue model. However, I wasn't aggressively working towards it and pursuing my business goals. I couldn't do it alone and I don't want to. I'm an extrovert by nature who needs alone time, but I love being around people and working with them. This online business stuff is a very lonely journey and I need a team, a passionate, dedicated team who cares as much as I do. Another realization, I'm not a coach and other people's relationship problems do not excite me. And I'm okay with it. <laughs> I've never liked the online relationship niche that by default I had become a part of. And therefore, my networking has suffered and competition has not been researched and or paid much attention to. And uh, it seems like this was really a self-discovery project rather than a business plan. Once I have achieved emotional freedom from men, understood myself deeply, healed from past trauma, by the way, there's, there's no end to either of these journeys, rediscovered my femininity and have eventually attracted my partner. The project seemed to have served its purpose. However, despite all that, I'm forever grateful and tremendously happy where I've been, where I'm now and where I'll be next. I do not regret a single moment of this journey, even its closing, and I cherish every single opportunity to learn, grow, and discover myself and the world. So here's what is really, really important to get out of all of this, and this is what I've actually learned and acquired, and this is the part where I share with you my biggest realizations from these two years, which I think are going to be important for you to know. This project has literally proven to me that nothing is impossible. Yeah, it's a big word, but I truly felt this way. One moment I was just a girl from Moldova working in Malaysia, and the next one I was the host and founder of a podcast about men, and I've just interviewed John Gray, the biggest author on relationships. Things have changed quite suddenly and fast for me. I've learned that today there are no boundaries to what I can do, what people I can reach, or how much money I can make online. Although the project didn't bring any money yet, but still it gave me, gave me tremendous confidence that I could do anything. The cyberspace is the true land of opportunity today. You can be no one and podcast, create a business, or start your own YouTube channel. Anyone can do anything, as long as you have ambition, ideas, and some common sense. Uh, okay, lots of common sense. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say that anyone can do it. So, some people can't, and, and that's, that's life, you know, it's, it's the natural selection playing out there. 
I've also gained con- confidence to talk to any man or stranger on any topic possible and sometimes impossible. Try talking to 43 unknown men about sex and relationships and you'll quickly gain confidence and wit about how to hold the conversation. Put me in a room with anyone and I can produce a good interview and a soulful conversation. Next thing I learned is about entrepreneurship. Oh, the roller coaster. During the Man Inside Show project, I've just had a glimpse of this entrepreneurship thing that I have called and coined the term uh, mentorpreneurship. I loved every second of it, the thrill of having the ability to move mountains and the excitement of actually moving them, the darkness of feeling like a fraud and the frequent ups and downs. I'll always be an entrepreneur on my own terms which to me means creating value for myself and others through what I do, starting independent projects that bring me and others joy and make the world a better place, aka solving a problem. I've not yet seen an entrepreneur side of me that manages a successful business with stable, predictable income from doing something I love, because, you know, that's my goal and everyone's goal, but I'm confident that I can do it now. Now I can do anything I set my mind to and have enough passion. Ultimately, I know that I need to follow what brings me joy, what I'm excited about, what has a feasible business model, if I want this as a business, of course. Otherwise, I can just paint and knit and color and interview men as much as I want. Another big, big, incredible thing that I've learned is emotional freedom. And uh, disclaimer, before I sum up for you my self-discovery journey during the existence of the show, I shall let you know that I've been working professionally in the personal growth industry for four years now. So I've been quite exposed to the, the concepts of, you know, living in the now and Eckhart Tolle and silver life system and the power of positive thoughts and law of attraction. But bear with me. I have my own Eastern European approach to these things, which is quite skeptical and kind of down to earth, uh, but not really. All right, moving along. So, emotional freedom, what is that? Emotional freedom is something that if you manage to achieve, you will possibly be the happiest person ever in your relationship with people in general and with yourself. And I've put together this 11 page PDF ebook called How to Stop Attracting the Wrong Men, uh, where I go deep into the concept of emotional freedom as well as the subject of femininity and how this will help you attract the right men. Of course, if you're a single woman and you're interested in attracting men. So you can actually get that PDF ebook, and you know, I put together everything in that book that I've learned about men and relationships. Well, not everything, but the main things. And you can get it at um, if you go to tinyletter.com forward slash Wanderova, there's a very simple subscribe page and on the confirmation page you will see uh, a link to download that PDF and also you'll receive some occasional, um, you know, wisdom messages from Wanderova. So go ahead and sign up at um, tinyletter, uh, T-I-N-Y-L-E-T-T-E-R.com forward slash Wanderova, W-A-N-D-E-E-D-E-R-O-V-A. So go ahead and do that and also let me know if you reply to that email uh, that I'll be sending you or email me at wonderova at gmail.com. Uh, let me know what you thought about it because I'd be, I'm giving completely free and I'd be interested in what you think about it. Moving next. So what is emotional freedom? Imagine being in a state where you do not wait for his message, no matter who that is. You do not jump out of excitement whenever your phone rings or whenever he likes your Facebook photo. You go on with your life and you simply do not hang in there waiting. You move on, you give out this presence of, I don't really give a shit because I have my own life. 
However, you do not have a bitchy attitude. Yeah, I'm talking about those men haters. And you are open to men in relationships and you love men and you appreciate men. But he will have to work for it. Trust me, if a man really wants you, he will come and get you. You will know. You will feel it. It's up to you to choose. Men have to fight for their women. Otherwise, it doesn't feel like a price to them. And yes, you are his prize. Every moment spent with a mature, self-confident, feminine woman with a healthy sense of self-worth is a prize to him. Because we are rare and because we have worked for it, painful tears and steps in the heart were among that work. And trust me, I've been through this process, so this is like from my own experience. So again, if you want to get more in depth of what emotional freedom means and other concepts and how to start, stop attracting wrong men, wrong men and start attracting the right ones, uh, go ahead to tinyletter.com forward slash Wanderova, sign up and on the confirmation page or in the email, um, you'll see a link to download absolutely free. Let me know what you thought about it. Next subject is femininity, which is my favorite one. My research on feminine masculine energy and the relationship between the two has led me to some profound and fundamental understandings of how romantic relationships work. If you do not have, if you have not been yet exposed to this concept, I highly recommend that you start reading David Data. He's a pioneer in research and teachings on feminine and masculine polarities, and I love, I love his videos. So check that out. It's David Data. Uh, data is spelled as D-E-I-D-A. So once I understood the feminine-masculine polarity, everything became very simple. I've started getting in touch with my core feminine side and read definitive studies and books on the subject, like Women Who Run With The Wolves and John Gray books. And uh, I went through a couple of courses that actually teach you about femininity. And I fucking fell in love with it. After this research, I was like, why did I try so hard to be a man all this time, you know? And so I threw away all my masculine balls and decided to, be a to become a feminine goddess instead. And it feels amazing. Yes, it feels amazing to be a woman that knows her power and uses it wisely. Maybe that's why I became in love with a fox as an animal and started coloring and buying myself flowers and long dresses and being in nature a lot and constantly wanting to cuddle. And it feels fucking incredible. I was like... Why did I struggle so hard, you know? And everything just became so easy. And, ta-da-da, drum roll. This is how I attracted him. This is how and why I attracted him. The one who is already here. I call him a string and he calls me hashtag because I use a lot of hashtags in my posts, but whatever, I love it. This comes to my final chapter of learnings, which is called My Man. <laughs> Oh, and what's next is a little bit of a story of uh, how we met and, um, you know, how's our current relationship. And this is the first time that I'm talking about publicly about our relationship. We've been together for six months now. So listen up carefully and learn. <laughs> All right. Um, I found myself in the relationship very quickly after I arrived in Medellin, Colombia. I didn't think I was ready, nor that I wanted a boyfriend. In fact, I was really enjoying my emotional freedom from men and this new strange Latin country of Colombia and its hot Spanish language. However, the universe thought otherwise. On my fourth day in Medellin, I went to a casual digital nomad meetup. And of course, I was the only girl as usual. And of course, I got attracted to the oldest bearded Australian guy. <laughs> 
I've always loved Aussie men. And so he has arrived into Medellin, Colombia, out of all places. Uh, but of course I didn't take it seriously uh, because, you know, remember I was emotionally free and I'm not needing men and I'm cool and everything. He looked nothing like I've imagined and this whole relationship started quite casually as a fling. In fact, we were both quite appalled by each other. He didn't really like my straightforward talk about sex and men, and I hated his tote backpack with a Yoda with headphones drawn on it, and him always wearing flip-flops. He still wears them everywhere. But as we started getting to know each other and having all these trips together, you know, around the city and outside of the city, I got scared. He was going for it full speed. My freedom has been endangered and my wanderoverness has been threatened. Of course, uh, there was some drama involved, involving another man in the picture, but let's not get sidetracked here. And you know, during this whole thing, um, I actually had no questions and no need to ask, where is this going? Because he was just there and he wanted me. And this is how it feels when you're with a man that, you know, your energies are aligned and he just wants you and you're your true feminine. He had pursued me until I gave in and opened my heart. And I laughed. God, this man has made me laugh more than anyone I know. And I embraced the joy of being with a man who loves me for being a girl. And I am a girl. And I've stopped trying to be a man a long time ago. I wanted to run away, but he had stopped me. I didn't want to face the unknown of a relationship, but he has brought me back. And I'm grateful that he did. After three months, we moved in together and started working and traveling together. He's a nomad like me, and all we need is Wi-Fi. Love and good coffee, of course, to be happy. Oh, and throw in some nice Mexican beaches into the mix. Not bitches, but beaches. Well, depends on the situation. Anyways, <laughs> today we're traveling the world, exploring cities and cultures together and exploring ourselves and our relationship. This is a new chapter of my life where I'm someone's life partner again after two years. But this feels very different. Not better or worse, just very different. More mature, more conscious, more like I'm choosing to be with this man every day and he's choosing me, just like Brian Reeves has uh, written in his articles. He has opened me up, touched my deepest feminine core, and embraced my wild nature. Our only agreement is this, you keep me safe and I'll keep you wild. Oh, and one more requirement I have for him, you keep me entertained. And boy, being an Aussie, he knows what that means. <laughs> we don't know what the future will be, and we don't know much about it. We live here and now. We build plans two months in advance, and mostly about where we shall travel and live next. Most of the times, we actually plan dinners. We're a team and we joke about being a hashtag power couple, lol. We have not yet had a fight. I have not raised my voice or was stressed or frustrated with what he did or said. Simply because I am 100% responsible for my own emotions and reactions and if I consistently do not like a situation I am in, I am free to go. And he is free to do the same. He knows and I know it and there is no point to discuss it. He is so many other things, but I won't bore you with my heartfelt elaborations. My main message is this. If you're single right now, take the time to work on yourself, heal your wounds, lick your scars, and love yourself. 
Once you manage to get yourself to a, to a place of emotional freedom and taking full responsibility for your emotions and stop blaming him for treating you bad, being selfish, for not doing enough, and instead focus on yourself and understand that you have a choice, everything will change. Even when in a relationship, this work doesn't stop. You know, there are a lot of women who are like, oh, you know, I've done all this work, I attracted this man, and that's it. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, but it continues. The work always continues. You know, there are situations where I don't feel great in the relationship, and my natural default state is to blame him for making me feel this way. But the truth is that this is my reaction to his behavior, and only I'm responsible for how I feel. So I make a quick decision on whether this is worth spending any energy on it, and then I either move on, or I express my feelings to him and say something like, uh, you know, I feel X because of what you did or said, and I would like for us to, to either talk about it or for you to possibly not do it again. Most of the time he understands. Sometimes he doesn't because he's a man in the end, and then I switch to discussing this with my girlfriends and then, you know, coming up with the next steps. And then I move on. So the main point is that I don't hold anything in me for more than, I don't know, an hour, maybe, probably less. But so far, nothing major like this happened. We're still quite a young couple. It's our six months together. But we're truly enjoying it and hope it will remain this way. And if not, I'm okay with it. You know, if, if we're not together anymore, tomorrow, um, I know I'll be fine. And he knows it. And that's how we live, our mature, independent partnership. So coming to the end of this, uh, you know, monologue about my learnings and everything... Um, a lot of people know me as a girl who's talking to men or was talking to men about sex and relationships, Anna Rova. However, no matter how other people choose to define me, I am who I am and I'm not really defined by my passion project. Because we're all free, because it is not my baby, just like Liz Gilbert said um, in the Big Magic. Uh, I am Menace Show's baby in so many ways. And this post is a dedication to these baby ways. So what's next? Uh, well, a couple of things are brewing up because, of course, I can't just sit there and have a normal life. The creative entrepreneur in me, once more, desires to create and shine. So for those interested in staying in touch and getting occasional fun, deep and crazy updates for me, you can go again to tinyletter.com forward slash wandrova, download the, the how to stop attracting wrong men PDF and um, just I'll probably email you once a week with my revelations about life, man, relationships. You know, I think so much and I discover so many things that I'd love to share that with you. So again, it's tinyletter.com forward slash wandrova. Or you can get the link on the Medium post. Uh, but I'm currently loving this break time. I have no agenda of scheduled posts for social media or episodes coming out. I have nowhere to rush to with scheduling interviews and getting my landing page together ASAP. No one to be accountable to make sure that my fans and listeners have their dose of good, sexy men. Nothing to prove or justify in the sense that I need to push no matter what because this is who I am and I'm always a doer. And I would like to anti-hustle anti for a while and detox. I would like to create space for new ideas, new ventures, and new people. And I would like to have more time for the people who are already there and who I might have neglected because I was so busy. I am a gypsy and a hippie at heart, and the world is my home. 
The truth is, I've been always an overachiever. I think all of us out there should just gather around and hold a weekly meetup and pray and praise the gods of achievement, ambition, and shit to do. The other truth is, I'm tired of constantly doing. We're just taught to do, 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 take action, reaction, traction. We do so much that it simply became an act of just going with the flow, where we don't stop and ask ourselves the simple questions. Does this really make sense? Is this what I really want? Is this the smartest, most efficient way to go about this? I want to think more, to breathe in the, the smell of fresh air, flowers and coffee with croissants, and just live. In all this hustle for, I don't know what I want, but I'll keep doing it just because Gary V said so, we forget to live. We forget to pay attention to what's real, to what's in front of us, to build a real genuine connection with people, nature, and the world. I want less. And so this might be a phase of mine, it might be getting ready to settle and start a family in the magical island of Madeira in the Pacific Ocean, or it might mean that something very important is growing and I'll be like super famous in three years. But just like I didn't know when Men Inside Show project will end, I have no idea when the next one will begin, or whether it will begin at all. Probably will. <laughs> I don't owe anyone anything. And everyone, everything I do is for my own pleasure, development and curiosity. And this is how this project was born in the first place, out of curiosity. Men Inside Show has caused a revolution in my heart for two full years. And today it doesn't anymore. And that's kind of sad, but not really, because I'm excited for you know, new opportunities. And today I'm ready for another revolution. And how Liz Gilbert said in her big magic book, your own reasons to make art are reasons enough. Create whatever causes a revolution in your heart. <laughs> the project was driven by the curiosity to explore men, women, relationships and human connection. This journey has led me to unbelievable paths and alleys of self-discovery, transformation and tremendous growth as a person, as an entrepreneur and as a woman. One thing I decided to is write more about what I think, feel and conclude about the world, people and relationships and share, share it with people. So I'll be posting more articles on Medium or you can go ahead and sign up on tinyletter.com again and wonder over if you'd like to send me your occasional e email update of what's rolling on the wonder over side, you know? And yeah, there is no big website and I'm trying, not trying to monetize anything. In fact, I'm giving you like an 11 page PDF with a formula and everything that you can get. Uh, but I need your email to, you know, so we can stay in touch and you can reply to me and stuff like that. So as usual, I uh, wish you a life full of amazing men and uh, heart revolutions. XOXO Wonderova.